0: Hello everyone, this is Minister Anthony Bonner of Truth Turn Up Ministries, coming to you on today prayerfully with a word that will encourage, empower, and uplift you to dare to walk on higher ground, to abandon the lowlands of thinking, of being, of moving, and even existing in a life which was given to you to fulfill, do, and be so much more than countless millions and billions of people are experiencing that exists upon the face of the earth. I'm going to open with a short prayer, and then we're going to get right into a practical word of God from the divine scriptures that will allow anyone to win and win big and to overcome and to conquer anything that is in opposition of the plan God has sent forth for your life. Dear God, O Heavenly Father, we thank you for today. We thank you for this time together. I ask right now that you bless this podcast and that each and everyone who finds themselves under the sound of my voice may receive a divine impartation of your spirit, of your love, of your mercy, of your grace, of your wisdom, of your knowledge, of your understanding and of your might to take the steps necessary and required to be what you have ordained them to be and to dare to walk out of the mundane existence and the low level of being That we find countless brothers and sisters in this age that we live in currently. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You know, today we want to talk about being all in with God. You know, in every generation we have go-getters. They're here today. Young, hungry entrepreneurs chasing their dreams, chasing their uh, desires trying to fulfill the American dream, which we know has turned into the American nightmare for countless people. They've gotten a degree. They've gotten the education. They have the the two-car garage and the house. They have the wife. They have the children. They're in the private schools. You know, they have the two-family income being in the middle class or the upper middle class. They have the corner office. You understand they have the country club membership and many other perks that the world tells you that you need to be somebody. Uh, But we know, many of us who've had those things, and many of us who know people who have those things, that this is not what Jesus Christ meant in John 10 and 10, that he comes, that you might have life and have it more abundantly. The abundant life that Jesus Christ speaks about, part of it is possessions, there's no doubt about it, but the major part is peace, the peace which surpasses all understanding. The peace that still exists, which is not the absence of problems, confusions, and chaos. It's just a peace that allows me to still continue to take steps forward in great anticipation, great expectation that the God who created me, who knows the plans that he has for my life, is with me, has not abandoned me and he's going to see me through. That is great peace. Because the Bible tells us in John 16 and 33, he says, These things have I spoken unto you, that in me ye might have peace, that in the world you're going to have tribulations, but be of good cheer, that I have overcome the world. That is very profound because God has given you a blueprint of life to be walked through in him, despite the opposition, the traps, the plots of the enemy, the deceitfulness, and the wickedness of people. That God says that... He's already gone before you to handle that, that that's not your fight. You don't have to worry about it. There's a scripture in Exodus 14 and 14 when the children of Israel have come out and they find themselves at the Red Sea trapped in on one side by the by the water and on the backside you see Pharaoh fastly approaching with his chariots and his men and his weaponry. Uh, Moses tells the people through the voice of God, it says, and you shall hold your peace and the Lord will fight for you. This is a word for every generation. You know, holding your peace is not something that's taught in elementary school. It's not taught in middle school. It's not taught in high school. It is definitely not taught in college as you advance in education and get higher degrees. You're taught more to fight for yourself. You're taught to express yourself and voice your opinion. But when you come into the wisdom and knowledge of God and you surrender yourself for the impartation of the Holy Spirit to begin to destroy self, to tear down everything you've learned in this world which has miseducated you. It has created you to be like someone else. It has not allowed your originality, your creativity, the spirit which God has placed in you in you to freely flow. Which has unlimited potential and possibilities. You were not created to be just another architect, another doctor, another business owner, another athlete, another entertainer, another anything. You were created to be the first Of which god made you in his image and his likeness to multiply to increase to subdue to have dominion over everything in the earth that is in opposition to the kingdom of god the kingdom of god is an atmosphere that dwells in the heart and in the deepest most inner parts of every man and woman that comprises humanity that was to be released through an intimate and intentional relationship with God, which was made possible through his son, Jesus Christ, after the fall of Adam. You understand, Adam was created in a place of surrender, submission, and sincere worship with his God where he could hear his voice he knew his purpose because he was placed in his purpose he didn't have to seek it he didn't have a GED he didn't have a high school diploma he did not have a mentor he had his God he created him to hear his voice he downloaded his wisdom into Adam so that Adam could name the elephant the elephant The monkey, the monkey, the deer, the deer. You understand? God was so profound and so set on setting this man up as he is on setting you and I up that all of the trees were spoken into existence and they came forth from the ground. The Bible says that there was not a man to plow the ground. So God in his omnipotence, his all-powerfulness, his sovereignty, made it rain from the ground up where the rain came from the ground it did not come from the sky because it had never rained in the earth before the bible says this is the same God according to Hebrews 13 and 8 who's the same yesterday today and forevermore he's looking for an Adam he's looking for a man or a woman who that will allow him to express himself through corporately that his power can flow through that this man or woman will walk throughout the earth in their assignment which God has ordained and they have surrendered to be placed into so his power can flow out of so that his brethren can be blessed and they can come out of the natural systems of men which limit men, which conform men into the image and likeness of other men which will allow you to have some success but never develop the fullness of your potential. You see, this educational system, These financial systems, the religious systems that we find ourselves facing each and every day are full of the propaganda of men. Propaganda is a set of ideas, facts, or ideologies that are sent forth to cause diffusion, division, and doubt to push another one's agenda. It it, it turns you away from the truth. The Bible says, the man asked Jesus, he says, what is truth? Jesus says in John 17 and 17, he says, Thy word is truth. We are to be sanctified through God's truth. You understand? This is not religion. Religion is a set of rules or practices that divides people. I'm a Baptist. I'm a Methodist. I'm a Catholic. I'm of the nation of Islam. Well, I don't believe in God. I'm an atheist. That is fine. But if those are the parameters in which you're going to live and operate, then you're never going to win because you're stifling the Holy Spirit of God, which abides in every man and woman. who all have one blood running through them. Various types, but one blood. Man cannot create blood. God created blood because it is the life source of man running through his veins in addition to the spirit. You understand? So God wants your spirit to be in line with his spirit Because it says in Deuteronomy 4 and 36, it says, Out of the heavens I created thee, that you might hear my voice, that I might instruct thee. You see, hearing God's voice is more important than I think I heard God's voice. You see, because when I hear God's voice, then I know my steps are going to be ordered, according to Psalms 37 and 4. And those are righteous steps. They're not steps that's going to lead me to do things that continue to spread the same foolishness and illnesses and destruction and and, and demon practices that invade our communities, you understand. I'm going to now be an answer to my community's problems and not an addition to those problems. I'm going to begin to face life through a divine lens and through a lens of wisdom, knowledge, and understanding and through a lens of self-sufficiency and through a land of man's education, uh, through a land of my own sweat and brow and what I can do, understanding that the death and the blood and the resurrection and the ascension of Jesus Christ have done all things for me. Now I'm in a mission of discovery and surrender so that that which God has ordained me to do to put my hands to can be blessed. It is no surprise that 50% of all new businesses fail because many of those businesses God has not ordained those people to operate in. They're simply doing it because someone else is successful in it or suggested to them that they do it. Just because one can flip houses and do it does not mean you can flip houses and do it. Because another plays basketball and makes it to the NBA does not mean you can do it. Because another person can open a mcdonald's don't mean you can go down the street or around the corner and do the same thing even though men will give you the training to do it god has created you for a specific purpose in a specific season to perform a specific assignment for a specific set of people we are not our own we were bought with a price that is the save and the unsaved there is a different set of requirements for both but yet they're the same we're to come into the grace and knowledge of God through Jesus Christ. When we come into the grace and knowledge of what that is, then we begin to live life skillfully through spiritual principles that have been written down in the book through men who are inspired by the Holy Spirit. You understand part of the propaganda that keep us stuck and tripping over things that don't matter is the fact that men will take, uh, often men of color and, and of other uh, races as well, you're serving the white man's god not understanding that the men who painted jesus white were white men because whether out of ignorance or intelligence or revelation he is a white god to them but you see he's not white to me because i understand that i'm made in his image and likeness so when i look in the mirror i see an african-american king i see a little god made in his image and likeness according to psalms eight and four you understand Uh, The Hebrew man can have the same testimony. The Italian man can have the same testimony. The Greek man should have the same testimony. And if I want to paint a picture of Jesus, I can paint him, and I don't have to get caught up in what another man does because I understand that another man is not in control of the destiny God has bestowed upon my life. Another man can be a hindrance, but he has no power to stop anything that God has planned for my life. You understand... Because no weapon formed against me shall prosper means exactly that. The weapon will form. And if I'm not stabilized in spiritual principles of God, I will panic. I will be bound in fear. I will be chained and separated from my purpose. My push will be reduced. My mind will be distracted. And I will find myself at a standstill forever remaining in the low place and never desiring to go to the place in which God has told me that I am to rule that i am to reign that i am to be his vessel in the earth through which an unlimited amount of power wisdom and knowledge can flow through me to others who need it because i am my brother's keeper it clearly says in mark 7 and 13 talking about men it says making the word of god of none effect through your tradition which you have delivered and many such like things do you we have to be very careful because a man has a title of a pastor, or you call him a prophet or an apostle, or he's a great businessman, or whatever. You're looking at external factors. You understand what you want to look at the spirit of a man. Has that man been transformed? Does he have love? Does he have kindness? Does he have compassion? Does he have divine wisdom or she? I'm speaking he, but I'm also talking about women as well, who God has blessed to go on into the deeper things of God to be a blessing to humanity. Once I've been touched by the Lord, I understand that my life is not my own, that I am to be given to the masses. I pour my life out as a drink. I become a minister to take forth living water to help people who continue to drink water that causes them to thirst again. The living water of Jesus Christ that he placed within the belly of a surrendered vessel will stop people from thirsting and going to the same wells of life that is stealing their life. You understand? We must get to the point where we realize and openly embrace the fact that I am only in existence for him, to know him, and to worship him, but to also influence others for him. The him being Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior. He is the way, he's the truth, he's the life. He is a spirit No matter how he's painted or presented or preached in the world, he's more than that. But just like knowing the difference between McDonald's and Burger King because you tasted them or 7-Up and Coke, because you tried them. You got to try Jesus for yourself. It says in Psalms 34 and 8, it says, Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. He invites you to try it for yourself. We have to stop taking people's word so much and putting our trust in men, because men are weak. Men are, are easily persuaded and dissuaded. Men are greedy. They are selfish. The Bible says that in uh, in, in the heart that there's no good thing. huh? There's no good thing. And it tells us that the heart is deceitful and desperately wicked above all things. That is every heart, your heart, my heart, the baby that was born five seconds ago heart, your mother's heart, your grandmother's heart, Mother Teresa's heart, unless you've had an encounter Unless you've had a real transformational experience with Jesus Christ, that heart is no good. That's why we're not to trust ourselves because when you trust your own heart, your own heart is selfish. It's looking out for self. But when you give your heart to Jesus Christ, he takes that selfish heart, that stony heart, and he turns it into a heart of flesh that you desire to be a blessing to your brothers and your sisters you desire to allow your gifts to reach the fullness of their potential so that you can not only be a blessing to the world but that you can go back and reach one to teach one and that one will teach another my brothers and my sister let us not forget psalms 103 verses 2 and 3 when it says bless the Lord oh my soul and forget not all his benefits did you get that there are benefits in serving God this is not about going to church being preached to this is not about trying to be perfect you're being perfected through your surrender in Jesus Christ the Bible says a just man falls seven times and rises up again because there's treasure in your mistakes you understand but God will equip you so that you won't continue to make the same mistakes that you will have victory over the enemy so that he cannot continue to steal, kill, and destroy your finances, your family, and your future. You cannot keep these things. These things are gifts that were given unto you so that the love of God could flow through you and the expression of God can be seen upon you, but they must be committed into God's hand. They must be walked out through God's plan. They must be uh, work in conjunction with God's purpose for your life, not your purpose, not the world's purpose not the purpose that uh, 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 the enemy tries to suggest to you you understand the Bible says you are a king of you're a priest, you're very valuable to God, which means you have a kingdom, which means you have authority, which means you have an image that is not your own, you have the image of a priest, which is a holy person, which abides in righteousness, which makes righteous decisions, which will bring forth righteous fruit, you understand, we have too many people walking through the earth that are like birds with wings, but yet they don't fly, they're like Fish with scales, but yet they don't swim. They're like apple trees, which produce no apple. They're orange trees, which produce no oranges and lastly their vines which produce no grapes you understand we're looking for a people that will awaken and that will rise up to new realities that will seek out new realms that will stretch themselves beyond capabilities beyond limitations beyond their own understandings beyond opinions beyond criticisms beyond past failures none of those things matter because in luke 1 and 37 it says for with god nothing shall be impossible my brothers and sisters, you got to get that down in your spirit. You got to get it deep. It says with God, meaning in conjunction, in connection, in union. You understand? He's a part of me and I'm a part of him. It is not about religion. It is about relationship. My relationship with Jesus Christ is more important than my relationship with my wife with my son, with my brother, with my mother, with my business partner, with my pastor, with my enemies, and even with myself. I have to get in Christ because the word says in closing here, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you can ask for whatsoever you desire. You understand? The very things you're working for, that you're selling your soul for, that you're slaving for, God will freely give unto you because they've already been set aside for you Through the blood of Jesus, on today, let us deny ourselves. Let us pick up our cross and follow him. Let us continue to seek and strive for the wisdom of God and the knowledge of God through the reading of God's words, through setting aside intentional time to be stretched, hallelujah, to be served by the Holy Spirit, and to be taught how to be submissive and surrendered as clay in the hand of the potter so that the potter may shape me into something divine, something beautiful, something magnificent, something worthy of walking through this dark depressed deceived world in the name of Jesus God we thank you on today and all of your promises are yay and amen and I've called these people blessed oh heavenly father and certain that a divine impartation has taken a place within them and life shall never be the same my brothers and my sisters this is 21 minutes of pure power 21 minutes of revelation 21 minutes of impartation and until the Holy Spirit allows us to meet again, may you eat often and eat freely of these divine words which have been sent forth into the land to free you, to uplift you, to empower you, to empower you and to dare you to walk in the highlands in which you were created, to inhabit, to control and more importantly, To help others reach. In Jesus name. Amen. My brothers and our sisters. Let us rise up. Let us rise above. Let us no longer settle. Do we not believe that the word of God is what it is and it will do what it says it will do and what it has always done? Shall we continue to turn a blind eye and put on the cap of darkness and not believe what the book of Hosanna 4 and 6 says? When he says, my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. Those are the people that profess God as their Lord and their Savior. Those are the ones that call themselves believers, Christians, and all other manner of things. But yet possess not the power and the promises of God in or over their life. It is not their true experience or their testimony. We know that those who are not his people are destroyed because of sin. Because Romans 6 tells us, for the wages of sin is Death, we know that death may not be a physical death right away, but it could be the death of your finances, the death of your relationship, the slow death of your health, the decline of your peace, the absence of your joy. You understand there's a great deterioration that happens because of sin. We want to look at the promises of God, especially those that were given to us to do the M. Possible, Like in Proverbs 10 and 22, the blessings of the Lord, it make it rich. And he added no sorrow with it. This is God's presence covering the surrendered and submissive vessel of God. His blessing will make you rich. You don't have to figure out how to get rich, huh? Because God will make you rich. And he says these blessings add no sorrow. Meaning you won't have to have an 80-hour work week. Meaning you can go to sleep at night and not worry about your business partner betraying you. Or the stock market crashing or being cheated in out of any manner because the presence of the Lord goes before you and he fights on your behalf. How about the promise in Proverbs 18 and 16 when it says, A man's gift maketh room for him and bringeth him before great rent? God has already prepared the place, he's already prepared the platform, he's already prepared the people, and he's gonna bring you before great men, not just. Mere men, he's going to bring you before great men, men of influence, men of power, men that can open doors, men that can close doors, men who have resources. This is all... Part of the incentive to get you into the relationship with Jesus Christ. But we don't come to him for things. We come to him because he is who he says he is. And because he so loved the world that he died for our sins. He who knew no sin became sin. Hallelujah. So that you and I may walk in the fullness of the promises of God. Let that sink in. You were created to be a winner. You are a winner, though these may not be your realities. Will you make it your reality on today in Jesus' name?